Hello and welcome to the Daily Honker Podcast. My name is Rafael. I am your host. And uh, today uh, we're going to talk about the debate. It happened last night. And uh, actually before that, I have an interesting story. So um, I was at home getting ready to, to watch the debate. Turned my TV on. Uh, went to the kitchen to make a sandwich before uh, sitting down. And I dropped a knife. Um, I didn't see what it was because I kind of hit it with my elbow. As it was falling, so I, I reached down to catch it, and I saw it was a knife. So I removed my hand quickly, but it still got part of my the middle finger on my left hand. So there was blood squirting all over the place. Uh, I had to go to the emergency room and get uh, some stitches inside the finger to uh, to stop the bleeding, and then some outside to close the skin. So uh, looks pretty pretty disgusting and. So I ended up missing the entire debate. Part of it, for part of it, I was sitting uh, in an emergency room with a towel wrapped around my hand, waiting to go in so I could be st- uh, stitched up. And I guess for the end of it, I was uh, biting my finger as they were stitching me up because it hurt really bad. They they actually ended up having to um, to numb my finger in order to do it because uh, the inside it was just it was very very painful. So. Uh, yeah, thanks to uh, doctors over at Huntington Hospital uh, in Pasadena, emergency room, for stitching me up. Uh, I feel a lot better now. My fingers are st- uh, still a little swollen, still wrapped up, but I should be should be okay. Uh, <laughs> nothing big, just uh, just a little scary. Now, on to the real scary stuff: the debate. Uh, this really it left me speechless when I saw it. I came back home. Uh, pretty late at night, but I still watched it, and uh, no substance whatsoever, uh, just talking over each other, and to be honest, I mean, Trump started it, he started talking over over Biden, I think that was the strategy, I think if anything, they realized, okay, he's not as bad as we have made him to be, I mean, they've been telling people openly that he doesn't know where he is, that he's in a basement all the time, he doesn't know what his name is, he doesn't know what state he's in, and he's made mistakes, he's an old man. But uh, I think he proved them wrong, and they knew that he was gonna prove them wrong, they knew he was gonna go out there and be a lot better prepared and and very sharp, because he's been doing it for for half a century, this is second nature to him, uh, to debate. So I think the strategy was, you know, talk over him, hopefully that would be, that will be enough for him to lose his train of thought. I think it worked a little bit. He did seem to lose his train of thought, but for the most part, I was very impressed. And I think so were most people. And the reason, very simply put, the reason why is that the standards were set so low. That's really what happened. The standards were very, very low. People thought that he really was, didn't know what he was doing, he didn't know who he was, where he was at any time, and he went out there, you know, throwing numbers out and and really making a case for himself. I think I think he defended the fact that he's not uh, some type of a tool for the radical left. Uh, he made it very clear uh, what his stance is on many issues, and a lot of what has been said about Joe Biden was debunked, and he debunked it himself. And they should have seen this coming because he's been saying it over and over before. Not in a 
in a big forum but now everyone got to see that hey he's not really pandering to anyone in the far left he really isn't i mean he's and if you think he is and there's some kind of back hand you know handshake or backdoor handshake deal with bernie sanders i mean that doesn't mean that he has that deal with his support with with supporters right of, of bernie sanders and uh or progressives that just means you know he's going on the national tv on uh on the on the debate on a presidential debate and saying you know this is not what i want to do and making it very clear that that's not the direction he wants to go on so um and that's been really the main point that the trump campaign has been making from the very beginning they've been trying to say that he's uh, just a pawn for the far left and that it's uh, it's a switcheroo and it may be they may be looking into uh you know the fact that he might not be able to finish his first term whatever the case may be i think a lot of what has been said about him was just debunked and now they have to work on something else and that's what happens when you don't go for facts when you just make something up and you try and run with that uh, it just doesn't stick i mean it's stuck for a little while people thought the same thing but if you watch that debate yesterday very clearly he just said you know that's not what it is and if you're smart enough if he's saying he's not if he's saying i'm not going for medicare for all if he's saying that he is not going to go for the green new deal you have to believe when people tell you who they are believe them i don't think any progressives are are you know holding their hands and they're and they're hoping that uh, Joe Biden's going to be the most progressive president we've ever had since, since FDR, as they say. It's not going to happen. No one, no one thinks that. A lot of people who are voting for for Biden and who support him do it because they just want to get Trump out of office. Now, let's talk about Trump. What what did he bring to the table? Well, he brought Fox News talking points. He just he couldn't wait for his turn. He showed he's always complaining. That people are rude. He always complains when people in- interrupt him when he's uh, on stage and a reporter asks a question and he hasn't called on them. He'll always make it a point to say, "Why are you so rude? Why are you being rude?" He and yet he can go on there and talk over not only the moderator but also Joe Biden and then just you know repeat talking points that everyone's familiar with and that are not gonna, really going to change minds. People want to hear what he said in 2016 people want a populist agenda people want to hear that he's going to help them that that he has a plan uh, i thought one of the one of the good moments for for joe biden was when he said he didn't uh, that donald trump didn't really have a plan for healthcare and he doesn't it's been it's been 4 years and every time he's been asked he says in a couple weeks in a couple weeks in a couple weeks and as of today we have yet to see any comprehensive plan to do what he says he wants to do. He says he wants to repeal and replace uh, Obamacare. Now, he's getting ready to get a repeal. He is, I mean, the way things are going with if a new judge confirmed for the Supreme Court uh, under Trump, uh, it is very likely that he'll be able to to get rid of it. Now, if you get a repeal, is he going to be able to come through with the other promise which is to replace it with something better that actually uh, continues to help people with pre-existing conditions and the answer is it is very likely that that won't happen that is one of the big problems that insurance company companies have with uh, the affordable care act 
is the the, the pre-existing conditions. They don't think they should pay for those, uh, and it is only fair that we help those people because a lot of times it's not their fault. And now with COVID and a lot of the, the symptoms that you get after, a lot of things that happen after you get it, you know, because once you're once you get better from it, it doesn't mean that's where it ends. A lot of people experience. Uh, symptoms even after testing negative and those could be qualified as a as a pre-existing condition especially if you don't have health insurance right now uh, and you get it in the future you may not be able to get insured because you had covid so you have this pre-existing pro problem and they might not want to cover you or they might want you to pay a lot of money essentially it gives the insurance companies the right to deny you coverage for pre-existing conditions and Right now, the Trump administration is trying to get rid of that in the Supreme Court. And yet he goes up there and he's saying uh, otherwise. He's saying that he wants to protect pre-existing conditions, and that's that's not the case. That is not the case. That's not what uh, what they're fighting for in, in the Supreme Court. You know, and again, you got to look at people at their actions. What what the, what are their actions saying? Uh, to the public, their actions are saying, "Hey, we don't care if we strike this down, and if people lose their insurance and their ability to get insurance in the future. Uh, this is just something we we have to do, and we want to go with." And <clears throat> it's fine. A lot of people agree. A lot of people think that you know they're okay with that model because it, it does save money to a lot of people. But uh, at least be honest about it. You know, say it. And I think. Uh, there were lies on both ends. I mean, Joe Biden refused to address anything having to do with his son, uh, Hunter Biden, and I think he should have addressed it. There, I mean, there are ways to spend whatever he did, whatever money he got, uh, but yet he's going up there and saying it's not true, it's not true, it's not true. It's not what the Republicans say it is, but it's also not nothing. So it is something that needs to be addressed. Well, that he could address. I don't think a lot of people are... It's not going to change anyone's minds. I mean, there's so this, the number of undecided voters is so small that even after the debate, after what happened yesterday, if you were a Trump supporter, it didn't change your mind. If you're a uh, Biden supporter, it didn't change your mind. If you were an undecided supporter, some people are deciding, you know what? I'm just not going to vote. I'm just not going to vote this year. So undecided voters are deciding, you know what? I'm going to set this one out, which tells you a lot about the candidates, which is what I want to talk about next. If you watch that and you're excited about the next four years, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're what you're thinking. Either either way, with, it doesn't matter who wins. When you watch the that hour and a half torment that was on TV last night, you can't help but wonder: Is this really the best we have in a country of almost 400 million people? These are the best two people we have run the country. We need to look at the reasons and we need to figure out why it is that in 2020 we ended up with two elderly men yelling at each other who are, and let's be honest about this, who are at the end of their lives. That's who we have to help, to lead us into the future. Does that make sense to anyone? Two people who have really done nothing for anyone their entire lives. I mean, Joe Biden has been a public servant, but let's just call it what it is. He hasn't made a huge difference. He's run for president before, and he hasn't done anything. 
Uh, as far as Donald Trump, he is, I mean, apparently he's been scamming the IRS for the past 40 years, along with his family and his dad. And uh, again, nothing. He's done nothing but bad things from people, scammed a lot of people. He just ran off on, on paying contractors uh, many times. He's declared bankruptcy several times. He defrauded investors several times. So how is it that we ended up with these two people? And the crazy thing is that there's two more debates and neither one of them is backing down. We're going to have two more debates just like the one we have. And based on what's been said, uh, I don't think there's going to be a big difference. I, I don't think anyone's going to come back and have a different game plan of just uh, respecting each other and respect, respecting the dignity of a presidential debate and respecting the dignity of the American people and give them a clear uh, understanding and a clear explanation of what their intentions are for the next four years. That's what we need. And, and instead, we have this, you know, we have this show of two old guys yelling at each other that's it's funny it's very funny in a way it is sad to see them struggling to get their thoughts together and to you know struggling to get that the right words in uh, both of them seem lost at times uh, but it isn't funny that they're gonna lead us in the next four years next critical four years based on where we are as a country based on what's going on in society, based on the social uh, unrest that's been going on, based on the fact that there are uh, armed militias in certain parts of the country uh, waiting around to see what's going to happen. And let's talk about, for a second, what the Trump administration, what Trump campaign's plan is for November 3rd. On November 3rd, if Donald Trump is ahead, they will declare victory. They're not going to wait for any... Uh, any votes to be counted, any mail vote voting in uh, to be counted, they're just going to declare victory and they will try and de delegitimize any vote by mail. I'm telling you this right now, based on interviews that I've seen with uh, senior Trump campaign officials, the, the, the date is thrown around a lot and, it, and it, that's just setting up what's going to happen. They keep on saying November 3rd, on November 3rd, you'll be the winner, on November 3rd, you'll be elected, on November 3rd, on November 3rd being fully aware of the fact that a lot of states will not be able to start counting mail-in ballots until November 3rd, meaning we're not going to have uh, a result or at least an accurate result for those states for days. What they're going to say is they're going to declare victory and any change that happens afterwards, if they end up losing, if the percentages start to change, if the tide starts to go the other way, they will say, they will cry fraud, and that's when it's all going to begin. It's going to be uh, more chaos, possibly for the next few months after that. But that is what everyone's predicting is going to happen. A lot of Trump supporters are going to go out there. A lot of Republicans like to vote in person. And Democrats, I mean, the trend has been going on for the past few elections that uh, every year more and more of them decide to vote by mail. So a lot of these votes will be counted after the fact after November 3rd. So worst case scenario, the person who wins on November 3rd or who looks to be ahead on November 3rd uh, ends up losing the election, in which case I believe either one of them would call uh, a fraud and probably for a recount, which would even take even longer, but that's for another episode. Uh, that seems to be the plan for the, the Trump 
people, the Trump campaign, they think, as do all the experts, that on election night, he will be ahead. He might be ahead by a lot, based on how many people are planning to go vote in person and how many Democrats are planning to go uh, to vote by mail. So if that happens, what can we expect to see? And I'm nervous for that because people are, you know, tensions are running high. People are ultra political and ultra partisan nowadays. And it is something to be aware of and something to think about. And, you know, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for what's going to happen. We're going to see... Uh, we're going to see what the, what this country is made of. We're going to see uh, big things. Hopefully nothing bad, but we're going to see uh, an amplification. And, and this is going to be the 2000 election times 100. If you thought that took long, if you thought that was drama, I mean, people are not even... Not nearly, they weren't nearly as partisan as they are today. So, we, we might see people take to the streets on both ends. It's gonna be crazy. Hopefully, it won't be too crazy. Uh, and hopefully, there will be something set in place so a winner's not declared until all votes are counted. We people, the American people, need that assurance that their voices will be heard, even if they choose to just vote by mail. And that, I think, is the plan. I think the plan for the Trump campaign is to delegitimize as many mail-in ballots as they can to, in that way, secure a victory for Donald Trump. That's my thought. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next two debates. I hope they're better than this one. I hope we can actually hear some substance and we can hear some policy. I, I, we really want to know what they're putting forth. And I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Honestly, I do not think it's going to happen. Uh, I think their their plan is to just continue yelling at the top of the lungs on top of each other. And, and that's it. And continue avoiding questions. So no, that is what I think. I hope that you got something more out of it than I did. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to change anyone's minds. I think it was if I had to choose a winner, uh, I would probably say Joe Biden because the expectations were so low for him. That the fact that he was just up there and he held his own, uh, that's good enough for me. That's good. I would say Joe Biden. Uh, and Trump, he looked a little bit unhinged. Uh, he looked like he didn't know what he was talking about. And he was more reactionary to what Joe Biden said than, uh, than being just proactive and, and trying to get his points in without attacking Joe Biden. Make himself look good. Bring up some achievements, some good things that you've done. Don't just go after him because that's... That's not the way it's going to work. It's not. I don't think. I think they're going to change that strategy for him. Um, and I hope they do because we want to see a good debate. I, I would like to see something where ideas are exchanged and the American people get to see uh, who these people are and what they're putting forth, what their plans are for the next four years. Um, that's it. That's all I have for today. Thank you very much to everyone who listens. Um, thank you for, uh, for the support in general. I think... Uh, uh, I enjoy doing this. I, I like the topic, obviously. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to putting more episodes out. So thank you for listening. Uh, be nice to each other. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.